Welcome into Defeating the Curse three-man show. Joe, Mina 20, and the first time ever, long-time listener, first-time co-host, special guest or co-host. We'll see which one uh, it ends up being. Max, welcome to the show. Max lives in Denver, Colorado, but he's been listening since, uh, I think, since the beginning. Uh, there since are day some, one. There are day some one. ties here, which we won't get into, but uh, he's always been giving us feedback, both constructive and um, less than constructive, literally since the beginning. LP and FP out of pocket. They are actually covering the Caps game. They are in the press box tonight covering the caps f uh let's see where razzy and stevie out of pocket said they couldn't make it tonight they got they got other stuff going on so okay let's roll with the team that we got here i'm excited it's nfl championship weekend afc championship nfc championship the super bowl will be decided on sunday let's try to focus on that if we get into clemson and you know the meal that they shared the the bread that they broke with uh with the president then so be it if we talk about some Redskins stuff, then so be it. But I got to start off by just, you know, tipping my hat. FP and LP did a fantastic job midweek. Nice little show for Redskins fans going a mile deep on all things fire Bruce Allen. Uh, and they covered basically the entire, the full gamut, the entire buffet of crap that's been happening here in Washington, D.C. over the past, easily over the past decade. But they really got into it. It's a really good show. I mean, for any Redskins diehards, go listen to that show. They did a fantastic job. Uh, not noted in there is breaking news that Dan Snyder is buying another super, like, mega yacht. Uh, but, <clears throat> you know, what, what can you say about it? As long as he owns the team, you can't expect anything less. But, Mina and Max, let's jump into these games. Let's go uh, – let's just take them in order. It's usually easier if we work in order. So, let's go – First games first. Do you guys have a strong feeling about one of these teams in the early matchup or in any of the matchups? Maybe let's do that even before before we get into the specific matchups. If I told you you could put $100, house money, not your own money, any bet you wanted, which team would you take and why? Let's go Max first. Uh, I wish you just gave me a question because, honestly, both of these games are very much a big toss-up to me. Um I wouldn't have said that about New England uh, short of last week's game. I thought they were a very mediocre team that plays in a garbage conference um, and uh, or garbage division. But the way they performed last week, they really, their offense was sharp. Their defense was quick. um, And I thought they were going to get blown out if they saw Kansas in the AFC championship. But that game is, probably a bigger toss-up than the other game i would put a hundred on if i'm being forced to do it, i'd put a hundred on new orleans yeah, to I'd, beat the rams i actually i'm going the same way you know 20 are you going with a different bet 100 bucks not your money put it on anybody you want who you but who you putting it down on uh yeah no i mean i'd have to agree with you guys i'd put it on the saints yeah to I me mean, it, this is a fascinating matchup right it's the early matchup on sunday it's rams at saints you know, Sean versus Sean, McVeigh versus Peyton. We, I know we touched on this early in the week. It's all coming back to me right now, actually. I know we touched on it early in the week, but looking at the line, the money's been coming in on New Orleans. They are, let's see, it's Rams plus three or Saints minus three, but the money is legit. I'm looking at Odd Shark right now. It's legit 50-50, a perfect split. And the uh, the interesting bet for me in this one is the line is set at 47.6. Personally, I'm taking the over. I hate betting unders. I think it's super boring. 
But this is an attractive line at 47.6. I, I see both teams getting clear of, you know, 28 to 30 points. So I, I'm, I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair. These defenses are, you know, the Saints defense definitely leaves a lot to be desired. They, they were better at the end of last season than they are right now, even though they're better right now than they were at the beginning of this season. But the Rams defense, I mean, they were built for this moment. I, I just don't think they have enough. Like, and it's crazy to say about a stacked defensive team like the Rams, but the Saints are better offensively than the than the Rams are defensively. The X factor for me in this one, even though I like the Saints in this game, the X factor for me is the running game of the Rams. If C.J. Anderson and Gurley are going to go for 100 apiece, they're going to win the game. I just don't see it happening. It's effectively three weeks in a row or almost a month straight now for C.J. in particular. But if the Rams can control the clock and run the ball, I mean, they, they very much – I mean, they could win this game, and it, it could get ugly for the Saints. I mean, 20, you – I know you're not a Sean Payton guy, but, you know, right now, it, what's your hunch? I mean, who's going to win this game? I mean, I'm giving, I'm giving New Orleans the edge just because it's a home game. And I think for them, it, it, it's hard to win um, – you know, when you're on the road and to win in that stadium is, is damn near impossible. But that being said, like the Rams have a lot of firepower, too. So their defense, it, it, it's it's playing a little bit better than I thought they would be playing in the playoffs. Right. And like I told you before, if you pressure uh, Drew Brees up the middle and you bring pressure down the middle, down his throat and get him out of the pocket he tends to not be as good. And what I wanted to say last podcast that I didn't get a chance to say was that th- these teams have played each other before and the Saints actually beat them. And I believe that was a road game for them. Uh, this time around, it's going to be a little bit different because um, Tlaib wasn't playing last, last time they faced each other. But he's going to be playing this game. Um, I mean, look, so that, I've never, I've never put a difference. A, look, you and I just disagree on this one. I, I don't think you can get an indication of what a team is gonna do or not do because you've well, seen them before, right? Because look, you got division rivals, and it's you know you got conference rivals and division rivals, and it's it's not like it's a perfect game plan because you know what you're what you saw before. I mean, injuries happen, things happen. I mean, right. C.J. Anderson wasn't on that team, right? C.J. Anderson is just steamrolling people now, so. You know, right. I, I agree with you. Maybe there's a little bit of something, you know, let me put it this way. I don't think McVeigh or Peyton are sitting and studying the, the, the game film from the last time they met. I think they're both watching last week's game film, trying to figure out what the team is doing better right now than they were, you know, even two or three weeks ago. I mean, you're, you're one game from the Super Bowl here. Like, this isn't the time to go back and figure out what happened back in September, October. You, you really got to be focused on these teams, the way they're built and the way they're playing right now. Um, you know, and the money, like to me, the money's coming in a hundred percent even. It's very rare that you see a fifty-fifty split like this. Max forty-seven point six points. Are you taking the over or the under on the total points? Uh, I'm taking the over on this. The I'm. I know that the Rams defense is just stacked, and on paper they should be dominant. But in recent weeks, I feel that they're not performing to their their talent level. Um, and that the, and, and the saints offense is just jam packed with talent. They're going to be scoring up and down that field. And the only way for the Rams to keep up with them is, 
or, or for the Rams to win this is for them to keep up with the scoring. I do not, I do not think this is going to be a defensive game by any means. Okay, but to be fair, the the Saints came out flat last week against the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles went up fourteen nothing. It took the Saints a little bit of time to get their game plan moving. I mean, and and Peyton had to make some gutsy calls. And I know twenty, you were upset that he went for it on fourth. They sent twice on the same drive. I mean, if that happened against the Rams, the Rams are actually they're, they're built to. And they can literally run the ball for an entire half between Gurley and uh, and CJ Anderson. The Eagles couldn't do that. I mean, Eagles still had to kind of. I mean, yeah, they're, they're they're still, game. yeah, yeah, exactly. Just a different team. But I, you know, I don't want to say like the first to score wins, but the first one to get a two score lead. Either one of these teams, they're both too good to the point where you can't really make up that much. If you fall, if you go down ten points, fourteen points, it's going to be hard to make up that delta. I think for either of these teams, but I'm confident it's going to be a high-scoring game. I just, I would be shocked if they come out and it goes like 2017. Like these, just there isn't anything to indicate that that either one of them, even as good as the Rams' defense is on paper, Drew Brees has been doing it for a long time. Alvin Kamara is a stud. Ingram has shown that when he gets hot, he can run with. He's one of the better running backs. He's a downhill runner. He, he's a nice. You know, one-two combo when he's paired with Kamara. You know, Thomas is still a baller. I mean, he catches everything. Best hands in the NFL, and, and probably underrated by by some because he just doesn't. I mean, he doesn't get the he doesn't get the publicity maybe of Antonio Brown and some of the the other diva receivers. This is just a complete team. There's nothing. You know, I don't even. I'm excited for this one more so than the late game. But I think the Saints are going to pull it out, and I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. And frankly, I want to see I want to see Breeze win it. And and I I am a I am old school in my thinking, maybe or in my my philosophy that I think you know these younger coaches, these younger players, like you gotta earn, you gotta earn it, right? And it, it kind of drives me nuts when you just show up and you you know you get that perfect perfect storm Wait, of young talent. Like, you know, like I think we saw it like Matt Nagy as a as a rookie coach with Trubisky as a, a young quarterback. They struggled against a veteran, you know, Peterson, uh, Nick Foles in, in week one, right? The Bears were the better team, but they lost, right? And I think consistently you see that. That's why I'm pulling for Andy Reid. It's not, I mean, it's not Andy Reid's fault that or anybody's fault that Belichick and Brady have been the, the, this dynamic duo for like two decades. Like no one could have seen that coming. But I, I just feel like you gotta you gotta pay your dues to some extent, and you know Sean McVay. I don't you know he's he's a second year head coach. Like it's crazy, but I just don't think he's ready to take that next leap. Even though statistically and mentally he probably is, but you know I don't no, know. So that, it, 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 that, 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 but that's hard to say. And look, that team is stacked. The Rams are stacked, and neither none of us would be shocked if the Rams pull out a, a win this weekend, right? No, I the reason I being is, no. don't forget, they have an MVP, MVP candidate as their running back. And that's just one of their two-headed monsters. I, I, like, McVay, he's, he's incredible in that. Look at what I told you just before, Joe. Look at what he's done to the league. Everybody's trying to hire these young coaches with these schemes that they come out, the Rams come out, and they line up same set every single time, and no one knows what the hell they're doing. They don't know what if they're going to run. They don't know if they're going to jet sweep. They don't know if they're going to pass. But it all looks the same, and it confuses defenses. And he's a quarterback whisperer. I mean, look at what he's done with golf. And, you know, not not to say anything against Jeff Fisher, but come on, man. Like, the oh, dude was no, a you can say a lot against Jeff Fisher. He got nothing he was, done with a – But he took a team – but yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. Did he not take a team to a Super Bowl? 
Fisher? I mean, that was a that was a that was a, what a Titans team. Right. Titans that was the Titans. A yeah, long yeah. time ago. A man. long time ago. But look at what McVay has done with the same team. He did it with Fisher's in roster. Just I'm tracking. Two years. I know. I know. Yes. Yeah, and but that team has sucked for so long, Joe. They got so many good picks because they've sucked for so long and now that they have all these amazing well, hold players on. they got a bunch of good picks too because the redskins traded up a bazillion picks to get rg3 let's not forget about that yes. right yeah, and yeah, fisher famously yeah. trolled them by making all seven picks team that's captains, right right the, when they came to washington right. to play against right uh, the when they did redskins. the coin flip right yeah, 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 the yeah, coin yeah. Yeah, yeah. all right look look let's switch gears here let's go yeah. We got oh, Max. You want to get in one one more thought? Yeah, let me. I, I want to jump back to what you said. Uh, the The game last week with the Saints and the Eagles, I think that just kind of showed why I'm picking the Saints. Both of these games are experience versus talent. I feel that the Rams have more talent. The uh, the Saints have more experience. Drew Brees has been there before. Peyton has been there before. Um, but the 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 delta between the the experience and talent with uh, this matchup versus AFC matchup, I think that the, the Saints have a ton of talent. I mean, they got, they got Ingram and Kamara. You, like you were saying, you were listening to all these, all these hot studs that are on their offense. And that's what I think. You, if you look at the game last week, Saints came out flat. Halftime, they went in, they regrouped. That's an that's a experienced team that, that has a leader, Drew Brees, on the, on the field that, that knows how to rally their guys and pull them up and, and – and get them moving. And you saw it in the second half. They they uh, changed their game plan and they just dominated the Eagles. And, and the Eagles didn't score another point the rest of the game. Um, I mean, so that's why, that's why I think that even though the Rams, yeah, they are stacked. They got all-star running back. They got some hot receivers and, and Goff is playing great. He, they they just don't have that experience. I, I that's that's why I'm pulling for the. the Does Saints anybody think that Brandon Cooks has got a little bit of extra, a little something extra for the Saints? You know, coming home basically, coming home to the team that drafted him. Because usually, nah, usually there's like I don't, a, I, I, like, I don't think that's gonna. Yeah, yeah. I'm not buying it either. <laughs> he, he's not that type of player. But like last week. You had this like weird storyline, right, with with Cooper and Talib and Peters and whatever. I, I just don't see it with Cooks. I mean, I, I heard some people. I was listening to a podcast out of out of New Orleans. Our boys on the um, Who That Dish podcast were talking about him coming home and how he's gonna he's gonna burn the Saints and this is gonna be the the one guy who's gonna you know that McVeigh's gonna make sure has a big game. That's just so the opposite of McVeigh. And and I uh, you know I talked to Tyler a little bit about the game. I sent him a text. I was like. If you know anything about McVeigh, Gruden, Shanahan, or this this tree that they're from, including Matt Nagy, and even bigger than that, Andy Reid, they don't like they're not petty the way Fisher was. Like Jeff Fisher would have done something like that. This is just not how they roll. McVeigh wants wants to win, and he's not going to make. He, he doesn't care how he gets it. He just wants it. So I don't see it happening either. He the, Cooks to me seems like the type of guy that goes out there and he gives it all every week. So I don't think the fact that he's going back to New Orleans this week is is going to make a difference. He He's a tough player. He always brings it. Yeah, I don't think there's anything extra because I, I think he's always bringing it 100%. I'm with you 1,000% th- on that. All right, let's switch gears. Let's talk about this game that no one can figure out how to – you know, no, no one can figure it out because nobody's got the stones to bet against Brady after what he did last week. If you had the stones last week to bet against Brady – you definitely don't have him this week, and you could put me firmly in that corner. I'm I'm the the ringleader of that camp because I was so bullish 
on the stupid Chargers. The Bolts let me down big time. There's no way I'm putting actual money down against uh, Brady ever again, and especially this week. But, 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 I think the Chiefs will win. And and I love what Max was saying, this idea of experience versus talent. I just think the talent on Kansas City here is exponentially better, that it may be enough to overcome the experience. And when experience on the road, you know, New England obviously having that experience and coming in, I, I think you're going to get a little extra bump here. But looking at the numbers – you know, Vegas has New England plus three. The money's coming in on Kansas City. It's by a slim margin, 54 to 46. Total points on this one listed at, right as of right now, 56. 56 points. That's a wow. big number. This morning it was 53.1. Actually, the line, I just said it was 47.6. It's moved all the way up now to 50.1. So these, these lines are still moving as bets are coming in. But right now... Patriots at Chiefs, the line, the total points, 56 points. That's a lot of points, boys. That's a lot of points, and I am inclined to take the under in this one, although I hate under bets. I just don't think New England can replicate what they did last week, and I think the Chargers were a much better defense than whatever they're going to face in Kansas City, but they got to go on the road, and this is this is usually where you say, hey, can Brady get it done? Again, I'm not betting against him, so – Either one of you take him. You're braver than I. But what do you see? How do you see this game unfolding? Uh, you know, Max. I mean, you you're a Broncos fan. You know both of these teams for different reasons. Obviously, the Patriots are not a not a d- direct rival, but there's some classic, you know, Peyton Broncos Brady, pay, uh, you know, Pats games of of note. Kansas City is a team you see a lot. You see a lot of who who you taking in this game and why. Uh, I mean, this is a bigger toss-up than than the the first game, and and like I said, the only reason is because of how how the Patriots performed last week. Um, <laughs> going back to my original argument, it's it's talent versus experience. I just don't think Patriots have enough talent to to really pull this one off. The only thing that I think that that might save them is actually Sonny Michelle. Uh, this guy, if, if a lot of people forgot, this kid is a rookie. He's and he's running like he he's been in the league for four years and he's fighting for for his for an extension on his contract. Um, he 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 really. I mean this. I mean you saw it last week. They he ran all over a stud Chargers defense, and and this is and it's his first first playoff game ever. Um, if I if someone was forcing me to make a bet, I, I would say Chiefs just because of how much talent they do have on that team. Twenty, where are you at on this one? I mean, look, let me let me start off by saying this. Okay, in football, we all just kind of guess. No one knows what the hell's going to happen, <laughs> and then, and then you hear there's going to be an Arctic chill, Arctic blast, and you're like, I don't even know what that means, but. That, that probably is going to affect the game somehow. But, again, we don't know. But um, they, they had to resod the Chiefs' uh, field I mean, this week because, because uh, the condition, uh, the, it was so cold. Like I heard it's, it's going to be 8 degrees or something. What, I don't even know what that means. Yo, like, dumb, what is dumb, that? dumb. It's going to be minus 13 in D.C. on Sunday. 
Just let that what? sink in. Yeah, exactly. That was my reaction when I heard it this Whoa, morning. Wait, too. wait, no, 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 that's not. Yeah, no, man, what, with Celsius? the wind chill, or? minus I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever, right, whatever look. the gauge is or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Minus okay. thirteen something. All right, look back to your question. Okay, <laughs> I am actually going to go against Tom Brady, and I would bet You're so stupid. against Tom Brady. You're so stupid. No, look, look, I know, I know what you all think. All right. Experience. Hey, I, I agreed with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but no one should bet against Tom Brady. I'm saying I would bet against Tom Brady. Here's the thing. Tom Brady on the road this season, they have not been very good. Okay? That's number one. Number two is that defense cannot slow down Kansas City offense. It, I that's, just what, that, that's, what, that's what everyone was saying about the Chargers yeah. last week. and and. But here's the difference. Let, let me explain. Here's the difference. Much, much better talent on the Chiefs, okay? And then the Colts. No, hold on, hold on. Better, you're saying the – no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. The Chargers, the Chargers have, as they're constructed right now, are definitely a better defense than the Chiefs. Uh, and, no, no, I'm talking about offense. They are, they're a better Just offense, too. Offense. I think they're a better offense, uh, too. I disagree with you on that, but... They got better running they're... backs, they got better receivers, and they got maybe uh, maybe maybe the receivers are a push. Backs. I'll give you that. All right, because Sammy I mean, Watkins is a joke. Okay, You can go out there and run his routes. Right. But okay, so... Tyreek Hill, man. Okay, Tyreek Hill. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. But yes, but... That defense can... It. I don't think they can slow him down. And Patrick Mahomes, I told you, he's the evolution of... The next great quarterback. This is what quarterbacks are going to look like. And he is going to be phenomenal. 50 touchdown passes this season. That's incredible. I think Tom Brady did it once in his career. Um, I know Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning has done it. Yeah. Right. So these are this is who you're putting him with. Like this is the list of quarterbacks he's on. So that being said, I don't think that defense is gonna do much to stop that to stop Kansas City offense. And also on the flip side of that. I think I think Kansas City defense is going to come out and they're going to hammer Tom Brady because they probably looked at the film from last week and they saw all the stupid things, right? Uh, the the Chargers were doing and how they weren't pressuring Tom Brady and how they're sitting there playing zone defense, which Tom Brady will pick you apart if you do that. And I think they're going to look at that and say, okay, this is what we need to do to get. Tom Brady. And I think Andy Reid's a better head coach. Okay. And you're, I think you're saying it you're saying it like the like the Chargers weren't trying to get to Brady, weren't weren't working at it. They I feel it, that they it was, didn't get to Brady and they didn't blitz Brady. Right. But but it was more that they were getting pressure and by the time uh, Bosa looks up. Brady already had the ball out of his hand and couldn't do anything. I think it was more of a, a Brady dismantling the defense than the defense not showing up. What I'm why saying don't, is why don't you think Brady's going to do the, Why don't you think Brady's going to do the same thing to a lesser defense with the Chiefs? Guys, I don't think it's about Brady at all. I think it's about the run game. The best thing the Patriots can do is run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Just make shorten the game and and basically yes. just grind the whole thing to a halt. Kansas City, the couple times this year where they've been ineffective offensively is when they just haven't been able to get, you know, touches. They just weren't able to get touches uh, you know, consistently. Like they they if you can hold them to a couple three and outs, if the Patriots can get on the board, you know, let's say 7073, 10-3, 14-7, 21-10, something like that, they can hold on to it. And 
you know, they they abused the the bolts last week on the ground, and I think if they do that again, and it's it's setting up that way. So, you know, I'm I am betting against a Brady. I don't think Brady will be the reason that they win this game, but the defense is. I mean, they're good enough to neutralize. You know, maybe neutralize Ty- Tyreek Hill halfway, fifty percent. You know, Kelsey is the X factor, but you know what? The Patriots have a guy named Gronk, and I know he's a shell of himself, and he's he's basically held together with duct tape at this point. But he's still got one or two big games in him. I'm not betting against that guy either. Only when he's out there playing defense, then I'll bet against him every single time. But if he's out there and he's supposed to just catch the ball, you know, and, and all he's got to do is catch the ball and fall down. And if I'm Belichick and I'm Brady, that's what I'm telling him to do. Just run no. your route. Just run your route. Catch the ball. Fall down. Because we have guys no, that can grind. He's, he's out a better yards. blocker. He's a better blocker. I'm going to agree with you on one point is if they run the ball and they stay consistent in running the ball with Sony Michelle and James White, I think. Yeah, they, man. If they those boys average 5.4 yards again this week that they did last week, yes. got no, yeah, they'll win. They got no shot. You're right. You're they right. got no shot because the game, the game just, just gets shortened. It, I'm just saying it's hard to count out that, that offense. To me, they have the best offense in the league. But they don't. They don't. They did when they had a guy named Kareem Hunt back there. You know, but there's nothing. There's nothing right. counterbalancing Tyreek Hill. Like Sammy Watkins is, he's a capable receiver, right? He's yeah, uh, yeah. Spencer, yes, I am. Spencer Ware, Chakandrick West, <laughs> uh, Priest Holmes, Christian Okoye, whoever they got running the ball. If his name ain't Kareem Hunt, Don't I'm not betting Priest on him. Right? Holmes. Don't Priest count Holmes was a beast, right? And there was some other. They'll come back. <laughs> there was some other like mini bus. I can't. I'm blanking on his name now, but uh, you know they they had a litany it's, of uh, Charles or. Uh... I mean, Christian Okoye yeah. is the guy I remember from like Super Tech Mobile. That's like uh, the way back machine there. But like, I, I mean, I don't care who's running the ball for the Chiefs this weekend. Talent wise, uh, you got to say the Patriots got him. You know, defensively, like, uh, it's just hard. It's hard to go against Belichick, it, especially the way they handled a better team in the Chargers last week. Like, and I know the Chargers got screwed by the NFL scheduling and. They got to go out to the East Coast two weeks in a row. They play the Ravens at one o'clock, and then the following week they got to go to Foxborough and play the Patriots at one o'clock. But you know, whatever. That's all history now. The Patriots handled them, and I just don't see enough from the Chiefs. And I didn't see enough from the Chiefs against the Colts to give me a whole bunch of confidence that they can handle like Brady and the Patriots. So I think this is shaping up to be. Now I will say, looking a little bit further ahead, I think whichever NFC team makes it. Uh, to the Super Bowl is going to win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, oh, wow. I, I think both those teams are just better than the AFC teams, and it's it's rare we haven't uh, had that. But I'll I'll agree with that. I will agree with that for sure. Uh, they're, I'll they're, see. they're more balanced because out. look, because both of those NFC teams are infinitely better running the ball than than either of the AFC teams, and and with the Rams in particular, like the Rams may not have the weapons. Outside of Cooks, maybe, but even Cooks, like you got to think he's got a he's got a chance to potentially beat the team that drafted him in the Saints and the team that gave up on him in the Patriots, potentially, right? Potentially, like you know, yes. you got to get geeked up about that just a little bit, um, you know. And McVay, you know, who whichever team gets out of the NFC is the better team. That that's you know. Now, obviously, injuries can change everything, but we'll see what happens here. But for right now, you know, we'll we'll, we'll end the show on this. I'm taking. I'm going to take the Saints and I'm going to take the Patriots, but the Patriots by a really small amount, like like a hair, a hair. Like I wouldn't be surprised, but that's what they went by one. What, what yeah. is that? 2011 repeat Super Bowl repeat. I when it, didn't they didn't they, didn't they play each other in the Super Bowl? 
Yeah, but not 2011. That was a long time ago. The Saints won in like uh, was it 12. I can look it up here while we're checking. But, you know, I personally, I would rather see, ironically, I'd rather see Rams at mm-hmm. Chiefs or Rams Chiefs, but I just don't think we're going to get that matchup. Um, and frankly, we already Which saw was, that one, right? So Yeah, and that was a great game. It, it was. <laughs> it was. But we already saw it. And it was a great game then, and I'm sure it would be a, another great game. But for me, I just I, I just have a thing for Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. I want to see him win. I want to see him you know, hoist the trophy, be named the MVP, and then just retire on the spot. Just boom, I'm done. Uh, so those are my Wait, picks. I mean, what, what so do you Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this real quick. Sorry. Um, what two teams would you rather see in the Super Bowl? Forget who you think is going to win. I'm I'm asking what two teams you'd rather see. I mean, I'd rather see like the Redskins and the Raiders because then we got the Redskins would have a of shot the at winning. Four teams it. that are <laughs> okay, left. So of the four teams uh, that are left. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think the best game would be. I, I think the best game would probably be Rams and Chiefs, like just from a oh, from a yeah. an offensive shootout type of thing. But I think I mean Saints, Saints and Chiefs would be great too, right? Yeah, I mean, potentially, but I, I would rather, like, just, you're asking me, like, I would rather see Brady versus Breeze, right? Two old guys, kind of, you know, one last Rocky-style, like, heavyweight fight for both of them, uh, where basically somebody's going to win and retire, and somebody's going to lose and be forced to retire, versus two young guys that are trying to, like, you know, y- claim their, their, their domain or to be the next hot, like, you know, the next hot thing in the NFL. Like, I want to see either the young guys or the old guys. Like, that's... That's what I want to see. I think those are that's the more compelling storyline. Either way, either way it goes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do you I mean, disagree I, with I, me? As as much as I as much as I hate Brady being a Broncos fan, hate Brady, seen him so many times, beat lost to him so many times. Uh, seeing him versus Breeze one last time in the Super Bowl that 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 is the more compelling story. Uh, Mahomes and Goff have plenty of time to get a lot of jewelry on their fingers, uh, so yeah, that that that's more interesting to me. Brady Breeze. Twenty, you take us home, baby. Why why would you want to see whichever matchup you want to see? I mean, I like what you said, which is the uh, the young phenoms versus the you know the veteran, tried and true quarterbacks who already have championships under their belt. Um, I love a matchup like that. It's just, it, to me, it's very compelling. But let's be honest here. This isn't Drew Brees' last hurrah, and this isn't uh, Tom Brady's last hurrah. So if neither one of them win it this year, I'm sure they'll both be in, con- in contention next but, year. But hold on. But you, but if there's a chance, there's a chance even if Brady wins it, that he just on the spot says, I'm done. Right? Zero chance. Zero chance. <laughs> okay. Zero. Not Brady. Not Brady. Maybe Brees, but not Brady. I think Brady's actually more likely to do it. No, no, his wife wouldn't let him. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it again. Had had it been any anything other than had, I saw all the Patriots games this year, I thought he was retiring at the end of this year. Last week, he, Brady looked like he was 27 years old throwing the ball for him. Yeah, I mean he looked he looked incredible. And then to cap the whole thing off with that uh, with that soundbite during the post game, everybody thinks we suck. Like that tells yes. you everything you need to know, right? He, this guy, is, this guy it's is. True. Oh my goodness! We all did. Oh my. We goodness. all did think they suck. Well, look. Let's see what happens. Sunday's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a cold one here in DC. We're like I said, minus 13, 20. We're, we're going to be freezing. We'll be inside That's watching. Celsius. 
What uh, Celsius, no Fahrenheit, whatever measurement, no, uh, no joules, kilometers, Balance. I don't care. Okay? <laughs> it's a number I don't want to see ever, ever. But That's true. here it comes. You're right. But Sunday night, we'll, the Super Bowl matchup will be set. I'm sure we'll be talking about it. We'll do a whole bunch of stuff leading up to the game. We've got two weeks, obviously. We've got the Pro Bowl to get into. Uh, final thought, you know, the uh, the one burning issue or the one burning thing in sports this week uh, the Clemson, the Clemson Tigers, national champions. They handled their business. They won. They're the national champs. They go to the White House, DC. The government shut down, so Trump goes out and spends about three grand on fast food. Uh, you know That's the nice sound. Of him. I, I thought so too, right? And and the boys seemed really happy to eat a bunch of fast food. But leave it yeah, to yeah. ESPN to turn everything into a into you know some <laughs> race baiting you know nonsense uh, discussion. You know, let, let me just ask you. Uh, exactly. Well, I don't know. You can go ask uh, whichever one of their dumb co-hosts wrote that article. It's not Carrie Champion. It's the other. It's that chick from uh, from First Take. Who like apparently just your proximity to 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 Screaming A. Smith and Max Kellerman just makes you dumber. But I mean, I'll just ask you this: Is eating fast food is somehow Trump buying fast food for the Clemson Tigers when they come visit? Is that a racist thing? Just yes or no? Yes. Incredibly oh, racist. It's a, it's a. No, you don't believe that. Popeyes? Was it Popeyes? It wasn't Popeyes. Nah, man. It, was, it, was, it was burgers. It was burgers and fries. And filet of fish. Oh. That, oh, was these, these are, that was the real crime. Is he went and bought filet of fish. Who that wants filet of fish? <laughs> these are, these are 18, 18 to 22 year old boys. They, they survive off of fast food. Of course. I mean, and apparently, it, and remember, air no, quotes, they're not paid. So this is all they eat anyway. <laughs> Wait, and doesn't he himself, doesn't Trump eat a lot of McDonald's? He is a connoisseur like, of fast food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's look, a fast look food at the guy. Absolutely. Look at the guy. He looks like he looks like the hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I saw all those memes that were just hysterical. Oh, man. But listen, if you go to the White House, I mean, they got to serve you something. What was really touching, though, is that they lit all the candles like it. They pulled out all like the silver platters <laughs> and it was just full of fast food. Like, but he paid for it himself. Like, I thought that, that was incredible. ridiculous. I mean, it, it is ridiculous. ridiculous, right? But like you look at the politics of it, it's much easier just to cancel the whole thing and blame it on the government shutdown. He, he went the opposite way. Like, you know, this is Trump's M.O., right? He zigs when everybody zags, and he goes out and pays for it himself and then brings it in-house and tells the staff that's still there. Uh, you know, apparently he actually went rummaging through the kitchen to find the platters, and they just set it up on the fly. Like, like, wow. yeah. Don't, don't sit here and try to paint the guy as a saint because he bought some – because he's, he's got not, look, he's almost a, a billion dollars and he spent some money on some burgers. I'm not okay. saying he's a saint, okay, but but he did do a saintly thing by taking down Nancy Pelosi a couple uh, of saint, saint, oh, right? Uh, Max, Max, you have I'm, to understand. I, I shouldn't have even. This is my first. This is my first time. I shouldn't have opened that box of what? It's Pandora's box. Everybody Joe, learns. <laughs> Joe, this is the problem. Max doesn't understand that that Trump zigs while everyone else zags, and once he understands that. Yeah. He'll get why the president does what he does. Absolutely. I mean, we got, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, he wrote Nancy Pelosi a letter saying, hey, you got to cancel your trip, all right? Like, come back to Washington and negotiate with me. Like, very publicly, like, zinging zagging. her. Yeah, zagging. Exactly. Yeah, zagging. She when you thought he was going to. Yeah. She comes out and says, hey, let's delay State of Union. He comes back and says, hey, how about you don't take your vacation or your trip? You know, it's great. Although I did see one very clever response 
uh, from uh, one of the, the conservative pundits here in D.C. said, no, he actually played this completely wrong. He should have let her leave and then canceled her return flight. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> just leave her wherever, leave her in Iraq. Right? Just leave her wherever she was going. She's going to she's going to yeah. No, she was going to Afghanistan. Afghanistan, Egypt, and somewhere else. Oh. How brilliant would that be? Let her get there and then just freeze spending. So she just has to stay. Like, oh, that was man. brilliant. But anyway. I saw that letter and I thought to myself, what the hell kind of signature is that? It looks like a bunch of little mountains. Uh, honestly, dude, I, I, thought it, I thought it was a joke, but then I rubbed my eyes and I was like, wait a minute. This is this is Trump's America. This is what happens now. This is, this is what yeah. happens now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Any final thoughts as we wrap up? Max, you first. Um, if you guys didn't see Snoop Dogg calling, uh, who, who was it? The Kings, I think. Yes. Uh, the Kings game. Anything that really is, game. that is absolutely beautiful. It's amazing. That's what sports should be. Uh, you got to go check it out. It, it's it's pretty fantastic. Twenty. What's your last thing? Uh, I was just gonna say I want to see. Uh, a great games this weekend, and I and I want to see Chiefs and Saints in the Super Bowl. That's my last thought. All right, boys. Twenty. Thanks for All making right. time, Max. Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening for what two plus years now. It's nice to finally yeah. get you on the show, and uh, right. we'll see. We'll, we'll thanks, do it. Thanks we'll do for it again me. next week. Let's do it again next week after the uh, once we know our playoff matchup is set. But for Max, for Twenty, LP, FP, Stevie. Uh, who am I forgetting? Razzie. Razzie. Everybody else that ever contributes to and helps us make this show what it is. Thank you so much for listening. You can listen on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, and everywhere else you find podcasts. For all the boys here at DTC, my name is Joe. Thank you so much for listening. We are out.